every single action that you have ever taken started as a thought. So when you change the way you think, you will change the way you act, and you will change the way you live. That is hyperconscious. No matter what you're going through right now or ever have gone through, the only way your life changes is if you change first. That is what we are here to help you do. A huge shout out to our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast for sponsoring this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where we sat down and talked about the importance of reinventing yourself. Today, for episode number 336, we are going to do a Small Talks episode on balancing your now with your future. Folks, what is happening? Happy Wednesday. We're recording on Wednesday today, which is a little different. Mm Mm-hmm. Before we dive into this episode, I want you to do a couple things. The first thing is to go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com and click on join hashtag hyperconsciousnation. Folks, in that group, you're going to get prompted a couple times a week with the date and time, which is Monday at 6 p.m., and a Zoom link for our weekly hyperconscious Zoom mastermind. We had our first one on Monday. It was a huge success, even though my power went out <laughs> and I was in a motorhome. But we had 15 people who attended. Again, leaders who are trying to create a brighter future for themselves and other people talking about ideas that matter. It's pretty incredible. So please join us next Monday at 6 p.m. You can either DM Kevin or myself for the link or you can go into Hyper Conscious Nation. Yes, and we are planning to possibly use start using these as podcast episodes. Maybe not the whole thing, maybe clips of it, maybe something. But I do think that there's a ton of value in there. Like Alan said, there's people from all walks of life. Like AK was in there. We had him on a podcast episode. Right, so people that we've been on their shows, uh, people from the team, it's, it was fire. It was fire. Definitely a great first rep, and I'm very much looking forward to the next one. So I actually have two programs that are going to be launching. I will not be giving you details yet. I just wanted to remind you guys or um, pique your interest because I'll be talking about those on Friday's episode. Exactly where you can find them, and I have a very special discount code for you guys because you guys are the Jammy Jam. You guys are the jammy jam. All right, why are we doing this? So <clears throat> macro versus micro, we've talked quite a bit because on Monday we were going to record and before my power went out, we were doing the preamble. Right. So we've talked for about three days now, kind of, about macro versus micro and how important it is. So on one extreme, you have only living for today and only chasing the pleasure of the moment, which if you're completely on that extreme, most of the things that are pleasurable in the moment aren't always what's best for you in the long run. A simple example would be a burger and fries, which I had last night. It is what it is. Uh, and then on the other end, you have someone who only lives for the future and is never enjoying the present. So how do we dance between these two extremes and really integrate what is best for your future, but what is also what you want to do now? Emilia and I also talked the other night briefly about this topic because I told her we were going to do an episode on this. And it's like, What she said was very valuable. She basically said, if you can figure out how to do what's best for your future and then learn how to enjoy it in the present, that's like the the most golden thing you can do. Yeah, I think honestly, at the end of the day, the best slash only way for you to balance today with your future is to be very clear on what your future is. Because if not, I used the example uh, with one of my clients the other day. I said, think of it this way. You're on a road. And you're driving down this road, and at the end of the road is your goal, is your dream, is the future that you have designed, the future that you really want. There's going to be a ton of off-ramps. Netflix, um, you know, this mm. vacation, 
uh, not reading. Instead of re- or listening to an audiobook in the car, it's listening to music. Now, of course, every once in a while, I take one of those rows just because it's like, you know what, I've been hammering, I, wanna, I want a little R&R, sure. But, right. Pit stop. Yeah, but everything is a pit stop if you don't have a goal. If you're not thinking like, I'm on this road, I have to keep after it, then you're just pulling off the road every time you see something shiny. So at the end of the day, I think the best and possibly the only way to balance your current life with your best version of your future is to know what you actually want out of your future and be very clear on that. I think that's so valuable. You've heard me say in my speeches, I I drove to LA when I was younger. I was like 23 years old and it was one of the coolest trips I ever took. We stopped in Columbus, Ohio. We stopped at Denver, Colorado. We drove through the Rockies. We stopped in Vegas, obviously. And What's interesting is that was one of the most valuable experiences of my life, but it wouldn't have been valuable to me personally if it wasn't for the destination. Back then, my dream was to work in show business and to be sort of a talent manager and to run the business side of show business, Um, which for any of those who listen to the episode with Brant Pinvidic, that's kind of what he does as a producer. So that was kind of my dream back then. And I ended up coming home because of family issues and stuff like that and uh, some health challenges. But I remember driving across the country. Still to this day, that was one of the coolest experiences I've ever done. Uh, we took the middle route. There's like a northern route, a middle route, and a southern route. And if you ever do it, I recommend the middle route because the Rockies were absolutely gorgeous. But I still tell that story. I would never have drove across the country aimlessly just for the sake of driving across the country. To me, aimlessly driving around would not have been as valuable. I think it's the destination that brings value to the journey personally. And I think that's kind of what this episode's about. Yeah, and I think the other thing too is like, I think going back to when we talked about uh, working harder or working smarter, not harder, that you want to make your current life a smaller version of what you want in your future. Now, I don't think you're always going to be able to do that because I think there's certain times, like I had a realization like six months ago where I remember texting you and saying like, dude, I just had a moment where I don't want what I wanted. Like, I don't want to do what I'm doing right now forever. Right. right. What is the next logical thing to figure out what part of what you're doing that you don't want? For me, it was doing certain back end things. Okay. Let me delegate that. And right. since then I've been able to wrap more because I want that. That's in my, that's in my, my macro. So it's almost like you have to make sure you're consistently getting your job done, whatever that is. You're adding the right amount of value, whatever that is. You're accomplishing your day to day stuff, which is your system of success, but also changing that out with the understanding of this doesn't, and this is a hard thing to do, but looking into the future and saying this doesn't line up with what I want. Because I think what happens is if you're not, and we talked about this in the preamble, going back to the episode where we talked about taking the leap, if you don't want to work a nine to five, if that's not your end goal, and you say eventually I want to be off that path, I don't want to do that, I want to work for myself, cool. Now you've decided the future. Now what is something you can do today to align yourself with that goal, right? right. We're going to do a, a episode on what we really think the law of attraction is from a new perspective and understanding, and that's very similar. But So excited. You're not just going to wake up one day and then not have the nine to five. It's going to take steps. Maybe, now again, I'm not saying go in and tell your job to, to pound sand or tell your boss to pound sand and quit. What I'm saying <laughs> is maybe today it's- Don't pull a Kevin. No, don't pull a Kevin. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> maybe, it's, um, maybe today it's opening a savings account with the- pure purpose of being able to save money, right? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe for you, it's looking at a different job that's a little bit easier that gives you a little bit more flexibility and time. 
you're going to have to start taking steps. And that's, that's basically my point is like, what are the small steps you can take now? If your life, say you woke up tomorrow and your life was a evolved version of your life now, would you be happy? Would it actually be what you want in your future? If not, what is something small you could change today? So you put up a really great put up. You bring up a really good point. So when you mentioned that six months ago, you texted me saying, I don't know if this is what I want in my future. What's really cool about this is that ended up being an advantage. Yeah. Now, you didn't give up your macro. Your approach just changed. Right. And what's interesting is you decided, okay, I don't want to do all of this back. I don't want to work 14-hour days every day. Right. Um, so that's okay. That doesn't mean you can't achieve your dream. That just means the approach needs to shift. Right. And so what you started doing is eliminating the inessential, delegating anything you could that you don't want to be world-class at. And believe it or not, that actually makes you more likely to achieve your dream from my perspective, yeah. based on my current sense of awareness. So just because the day-to-day grind of what it takes to achieve your dream sucks does not mean it always will. And there's always a smarter, better, more effective way to do it. Always. You're never going to get to a point, even Bezos with Amazon, he, you're never going to get to a point where it's like, oh, we're done improving now. Right. Like I've achieved my dream. It, it's an infinite game. It never really ends. And so you, as your present evolves and your awareness increases, which hopefully is happening on the show, your dreams will evolve as well. So like your original dream was to be like Joe Rogan. How much has that evolved since? So much. And how much has the pro the approach? It's interesting because if you never wanted to be like Joe Rogan, you never would have started. Right. So having that macro got you on the journey, and then the approach and the destination actually changed along the way. It's this constant evolving of who you are, who you aspire to be, and the approach that you take. I think there's there's different levels of congruence. I think right. that's I think that's what it is. Like a level, if if you were to say like a level. I don't know how exactly you would do it. I mean, level one, let's just say level one is the closest congruently, right? When I say I want my life now or my life in the future to be an exponential version of my life now, that means podcast, that means rapping, that means Muay Thai, that means the gym, that means living with Taryn, all of that, right? right? I'm doing all of that. Now, I think I'm pretty congruent with what I want in my future, but it's when things start to change. like Except for quarantine. Well, yeah, except for quarantine. But right. in my <laughs> mind, I'm still doing everything except for the gym. Really, exactly. I'm rapping more. So I kind yeah. of, I, you know, I'm, I'm other than speaking and traveling, but right, yeah, right. But so think of that, like my everyday day to day life is based on my goals. Okay. So maybe a level two is you go to a job for eight hours that you don't necessarily want to be at forever. But when you get home, you do your little side hustle thing, right? right. Maybe level three is knowing that you want to start a side hustle thing. That's actually going to get you to your goal. Maybe level four is this. And then maybe a level, like maybe the, the lowest level of congruence is having no idea what it actually is that you want in the future. So how could you be congruent? Right. And I, maybe level one or may, maybe that level is figuring that out. Right. It, it is. It is. Right. Cause if, until you have that at least enough, cause at the beginning of this journey, you didn't have full clarity on exactly what you want. You're like, I didn't have like. any clarity. Right. But You're, you did have some form of a true North to at least shoot for. I wanted to be Joe Rogan. Right. So that's why I think starting with heroes is really important. Like, who do you admire and why? And if you really wrote that out, you'd, you'd at least have some clarity on why. Yeah. Like, if anyone admires us or any guests we have on the show, try to dig into why you admire those people. Because I guarantee you, whatever character traits 
that you're admiring are a byproduct of their dreams. And maybe that'll give you more clarity on your own. Yeah. I just want to add a point to that. So the other day, somebody reached out to me. I was talking to somebody and he said, how do you decide like what your day-to-day looks like? And I said, well, I go off my system of success. And he's like, well, how does that get created? And I said, like, he basically said, like, what is the thought process? And I said, honestly, man, for me, it's about weighing the pleasure of the day-to-day versus the pain of not accomplishing my goals. That's kind of how I, I live. And it's like, I'm not always motivated. I'm not always inspired. I'm not. I'll be honest with you, I'm not. But right. I go through the day saying, like, you either can do this pleasure thing now or you can do all this other... Like, would ec- playing PlayStation be more pleasure than uploading an episode? Yes. <laughs> well, in the moment, sure. Exactly. But, but eventually, that'll exactly. go right. right. But, but what, do you, what, what do I want to make my life about? I want to make my life about this, right? So, right. like, those, those, can be the, those can be the checkpoints where it's like, you know what, I hammered it, I deserve this, but it has to be like an 80-20. It has to be 80% congruence with the 20% based on the fact that you're looking for R&R to get back to 80% congruence. So it all has to do with your goal because for me, there is a direct detriment to me not being on this podcast today. Right. How do you become a, the best a, podcast? A tangible. Yes. Right. But if I didn't a, decide in advance any exactly. part, right. maybe for you, it's not being the best this or this, this, this. Maybe it's not 10 years down the road. Maybe it's one year down the road. But decide something. Like, I would like to be this I'd like to be the head of my company. I'd like to get a promotion. I'd like to be here. Just start throwing stuff out into the future and then imagine that that rope is attached to you and you want to keep that rope straight. You don't want to be taking detours. You want to, you just, want to be as aligned as possible. Absolutely. And, we're going to talk and about if you that do Friday. take detours, you'll learn from them, but get back on track. It's yeah. how quick can you get back on track? I was talking to Amy last night and I said that lately she's been really killing it. And I think part of the reason is because we, we got clear between you and I, we both had conversations about like, where do you want to be in two or three years? And everything she's doing in her current system of success is predicated on that clarity. And it's almost like when you're running around a track, like you got to stay within the lines, but the lines are something you designed and they change and they do. They, they do. You got to check in with it. You got to check in with it because it would be very easy for me just to go on autopilot or you to go on autopilot or you, if you're, if you're watching this or listening and saying like, okay, I said, I wanted to be the best podcast ever. A best podcaster ever. Okay, I'm doing four episodes a week. I'm on track. But do you want to do all this post production work forever? Like, is exactly. that what you want? Because you can you can be the best podcaster and do both, or you don't yeah. have to. Right. If you be, right, but if you wanted to be the best at post production work, right, you'd have to. So that changes everything. That one distinction changes everything you do and don't do. I do not want this to be is, the best at post production work. Believe it or not. Right. So therefore, you can delegate that and still achieve your dream. Yeah. But that's only based on the clarity of knowing that in advance. It's so powerful. So one thing I wanted to ask you, because I think... We got to go in a second. Timer just went off. Oh, it did? Yeah. I have 34 seconds left. Well, so my timer went late. That's all right. So I mean, we, can, we can still do it. The last thing is this, and I think this will be helpful for everybody. So we talk about our one word. So legacy for me, resilience for you. I think legacy without resilience is not necessarily a good thing. And I think resilience without legacy is not necessarily a good thing because then you might just endure the pain instead of like creating that brighter future. You mentioned how I've always been pretty macro oriented and I didn't realize how rare that was until we started down this journey. Can you please describe to the listeners like what do they feel like? What did it feel like to not have a macro? What did it feel like? Um, Because I honestly don't know what that felt like. 
and I would love to understand I, I the just, listeners at a deeper level. I think about it like... I think that's one of the reasons why discipline is so important because you don't have that vision of the future. So it's kind of like you have to keep yourself in check. And I think that's why a lot of people are disappointed in themselves because you know you should or could be doing more, but you don't know why you should be. Interesting. Like, why would I? Why wouldn't I watch Netflix? Like, why would I learn? Why would I read a book? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, I'll learn stuff, but like, what am I going to do with that? I'm just going to read a book to read a book to say I read the book? I think for people that don't have a macro, it's really important to get around people who do. I think, yeah, and I was, talking, you to have a, one. I was talking to one of my clients about that. Yeah, because I think for a lot of people, like, saying I want to be worth $150 million is, is arrogant to people who are insecure. And it, that's fine. It's 100% doable. Okay? I, it's I just a matter of whether or not you will. But a lot but, of, yeah, right. But if you're in a room with nine people, nine other people who are insecure, they're going to say like, "What? Don't even talk like that. You're going to rub people the wrong way." Like nobody wants to hear that. Because most people maybe they want that, but they don't have the audacity to say it, or they don't believe that they can, or they think money is evil. I just think right. when you're around people who have a growth mindset and who are focused on building a macro, they're going to support you. I told my right. client yesterday because she, she said, like, yeah, I've, you know, I've had a lot of people that have, like, shot me down. I said, if I ever shoot you down, fire me, and I'll give you your money back. Like, that'll never happen. That's right. not what I'm here to do. Like, I'm here to tell you it's possible. Right. If, it, if I didn't think it was possible, I wouldn't be doing any of this. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> I do think that if you're spending time with, around a lot of people who don't, who are just doing what they do to do it. Like, we go to the bar on Friday because that's what we do. Okay, that's fine. Maybe that's what you do. Maybe you don't want to be the best in the world at something. But... Unless you have a goal in advance chosen out, you're not necessarily going to have anything to weigh that against. Right? right. Like, you you won't, unless you have something to do Saturday morning. Like, oh, I won't go out drinking because I have something to do Saturday. Versus, I won't go out drinking because that doesn't get me closer to my goals. We'll go right after this. I, I just want to say, I think we're both a warning and an example, Kevin, for everyone listening right now. I think we are a warning. In my opinion, you're a warning of not having a macro. For sure. I think I'm a warning of having the wrong macro. And now we're both examples, I believe truly, of you having a macro and I having a macro that is both aligned with our heart and our greatest level of contribution that's focused on growth and contributing to others. Take something out of our book. If you're like Kevin and don't have a macro, focus on that. If you're like me and you have a macro, but it's not service-driven, it's not from your heart, I would shift that too. Yeah. So we're both a warning and example on this specifically. And I think this is one of the most powerful topics that we keep coming back to. And we probably will continue to because you got to check in with it. Well, and I think, again, man, like start somewhere. You know, you don't, again, I said I wanted to be Joe Rogan. I didn't know what that actually meant. Right. It meant I wanted to be a good podcaster who has a life of freedom is what it meant. Right. Exactly. That's exactly what it meant. But for you, again, just it doesn't mean anything necessarily. It doesn't mean you have to do anything giant right now. Take a small step. Like, there's so many women out there who love, um, you know, Rachel Hollis or Lori Harder, mm. those, those types of, of women. It's like, maybe that's your hero. Right. Somebody is going to take her place. Right. And when I say take her place, I don't mean actually replace her, but they're going to be up there on the stage with her. Why, why can't it be you? Why can't it be you? I, I would say get a coach or a mentor. Yeah. I think that's the number. What, what, what's one step you think they should take? For me, it's get a coach. For, it's, 
for me, it's probably not get a coach because I don't know that I would have ever hired one. Just okay. because I didn't like, I'm not going to invest money in something I don't know. I would say get around people who believe in themselves that are not arrogant about it. Just get around people uh, who believe in themselves who want to help empower others, and by default, you'll catch some sort of bug. Oh, join the mastermind. There's yeah, a lot of people in there like that. Yeah, that's a good that's a good thing. Powerful. Shameless plug. All right. So <laughs> up next, we are actually going to do an episode on our new deeper understanding of what we actually think the law of attraction is. Talking mm. to Dave Meltzer is like talking to the wise, wisest <laughs> wizard every week. Something gets unpeeled and uncovered, and we're trying to figure out how to best leverage that, and we want to share that with you guys. And if you're curious about what those calls are like, Kevin and I talked a little bit about repurposing one of the episodes. So Dave shared on the Playbook podcast one of our coaching calls where we just asked Dave questions, and he went deep. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we just look forward to that in the future. Right on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed, and we will talk to you on Friday. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, it would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends. And if you have any questions, please reach out to Kevin or myself. Our contact information is in the show notes, and we can't wait to hear from you. Guys, we wouldn't be able to do this without you. So if you would kindly leave us a review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyper-conscious.